Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Living Joyfully show. This is Sherry Kayhoff, and I would love for you to stop by the website, S-H-E-R-I-K-A-Y-E-H-O-F-F.com, for some free gifts and information. I have a fantastic guest here today. I can't wait to tell you about her. Jamie Rowe is your non-conforming sales strategist teaching women in business how to do sales the feminine way. She loves working with creative thinkers who need a system and structure to make sales feel seamless. Her favorite part of business is showing women that when they stop selling themselves short and put themselves first, results happen. Because confidence stems from inspiration and you're the best inspiration there is. Whether she's teaching or speaking, Jamie's number one motivation is to empower more women to lead with impact and unlock their feminine sales success. Welcome, Jamie. I'm so excited to have you here. How are you today? Good. Very good. How are you, Sherry? Oh, I'm great. I've been so looking forward to this conversation because when I work with my clients, I know one of their biggest fears when they start a business, which they usually start because they're super passionate about what they're selling and what they're offering. But when it comes to selling, that's the scary part. A lot of them have never really sold before. They don't like being sold to. They don't like selling. But when you own your business, you have to be really the best salesperson in your company, especially at first. So what do you what do you say to all these women who are so afraid of selling or doing it wrong or sounding too salesy? Uh, that is such a common challenge. And uh, I've been there. I've been where I was selling my services. This is years ago. Um, and I didn't sell. I actually completely rejected it. I thought selling meant that I had to be manipulative, that I had to be slimy and sleazy. I mean, think about like the quintessential salesperson, used car salesman, you know, wearing his plaid wool jacket, a cigar and a hat, and they're going to sell you a car that's going to break down, you know, block away and smoke come out (laughs) of the car. And I was like, oh my gosh, if I am good at sales, if I start to get good at sales, does that mean I'm like that person? And that person to me is not a good person. And so I had something called cognitive dissonance pop up for me. So my beliefs didn't match my actions. So I completely rejected sales. I thought I want nothing to do with this. That's not who I am. If I have a great product or service, people will just come to me. Right, Sherry? <laughs> That's what right. I like, Well, they, they'll know that I'm really good at, um, and this I use, I was a pet photographer. Um, for years, stayed home with the kids, and I did it on the weekends, and I ended up photographing some celebrities and some covers of magazines, and I just thought that, you know, people would just know who I was, you know, where, who I was, excuse me, and they would just come to me, um, and then it ended up being like, you know what, this doesn't work, and I got really frustrated one day. I was looking at my numbers, and I said, this is not where I want to be, and I had this shift. I had this shift in my mindset is that, you know what, I I can figure this out. I believe in myself. I have a great service. I'm, I'm understanding what my worth is and my impact to this world. And it was a big mind shift. I hired coaches, a speaking coach, a business coach. I had a sales coach. I also took emotional sales coach training, boot camps, read every book, podcast, like, I'm going to figure this 
this out. And through that whole transformation process actually ended up, I had a business where I started it from scratch and it was, uh, it was nothing. And I brought it to a million dollars in 26 months. Now I didn't do that myself. I had a team. I had 18 sales reps at the time helping me sell, but sitting in my car, taking some deep breaths, shifting my mindset, understanding my worth and connecting with who I am um, and connecting with my authentic self. Because when you connect with that authentic self, you're never selling. You're just having a conversation. You're just connecting with someone on a deeper level, understanding what they need and not manipulating, selling what and serving them. You know, finding out, oh, this is what you need, not this. Oh, absolutely. That's great. Let's move forward with this. I want to make sure this is a good fit for you um, because that's how I wanted to sell. I wanted to sell like I was I was talking with a friend. Um, and that, that was a big shift and that, that was some time to go through that and I didn't do it alone. Um, but that, that's a common issue for so many people where we don't want to be that manipulative person. We want to be who we truly are. And there's that, how do I be who I am, but also sell? And this, you know, selling can be, excuse me, selling can be somewhat like this dirty word, right? Um, so making that mind shift was a, was a big, big step. Oh, I love that. I think that's so helpful. Another thing that um, I think comes up frequently from the years that I've been coaching with people is when, you know, a lot of a lot of people who have service businesses, they're doing like a one-on-one type of close, like a conversation. It might be like maybe they're a coach and they're doing a strategy session and they're doing great and they get all the way to the end and when they – get to the point of talking about their package, their energy drops, their throat gets tight, mm. they, um, you know, or they don't even give their offer. Like they, they're they having such a great time during the conversation, they forget to even tell people that they're selling something. And, and so what advice do you have for people to make that smooth transition between, um, you know, finishing up a strategy session and then, and then making that transition into the part of this is, you know, if you want to work with me, this is how we can work together type of um, hmm. type of piece in the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I've been there myself mm-hmm. where, yeah, the throat closes up. Uh, I get a lot in my stomach, my solar plexus. Um, that's where a lot of some trauma um, that existed sat in there. And so my stomach would get tight, clammy hands. You start to basically, um, I mean, I've actually rolled into a full panic attack and not done my offer and closed the meeting out. I don't know if anyone raised their hand where that's happened, like, oh, my gosh, they could say no, or, oh, my gosh, they could say yes. Uh, what mm-hmm. happened then? And so a couple of thoughts. One is is we want to get to the core of what's happening here. So what's happening in your body and being aware so I think, too, is we want to find what that core belief, like what's happening, what's what's holding me back from sharing my offer. Is it the fear of rejection? Is it I don't feel like I'm worth it? Um, is it I, I'm just not believing in what I'm offering, too? So we want to sit and talk through that and bring some awareness because sometimes it's it's an, something unconscious. And I say, you know, let's get the flashlight out and shine some light on it. Let's um, move it up to the conscious state so we can work with it at that point. So so we want to understand what's going to the underlying part because here's the deal. I could tell you all day long 
oh, well, you just need to practice it over and over. But if we don't understand, underline what's happening, you know, in our soul and in our bodies, it's never going to change. We'll just self-sabotage in some form or another. So so with that said, once we understand the awareness, the core, what's happening underneath, um, then we start working on some of the more practical things is sometimes we just really do need to practice it. And I say that if we if we believe it, we need to say it. Um, and so and the process of believing it is saying it. And I'm all about 25 times of everything. So and sometimes even saying our price, the word dollars, we get stuck on that. So sometimes say so your package is $2,000. Let's use it as an example. So what you do, you would practice, you would actually use different words. For example, you could say, my package, um, oh, well, here's my package, and it's 2,000 bananas. Um, and my package is 2,000 monkeys. Uh, once we get comfortable with saying 2,000 with, you know, the other, like, some ending to it, then we start moving up to $2,000. And then we start practicing. We speak to a plant. Plants are not going to judge you, I promise. I have a million around my house. My kids joke that we live in a botanical garden. I'm okay with that. Um, <laughs> So speak to a plant. And then next, maybe if you have a dog or a cat, um, the, a dog, if you have a golden retriever, that's ideal, right? They're just, oh, my God, there's so much love. Um, and then maybe on a friend um, and say, I'm practicing this, and we move up, and then we move to a client. It's just like riding a bike. If you haven't practiced something, then you sit down. You can't expect to ride the bike immediately and do a great job. We need to practice it um, and start there and start small and the other component is just be compassionate with yourself, compassionate curiosity, love, connecting, slowing things down, and it's it's okay. The the worst thing we want to do is is get mad at ourselves. Be like, oh, I just did that sales call, and gosh, I didn't say the offer again. Oh, I'm such an idiot. How could I not say that? And what's wrong with me? And I'm broken, and I'm not worthy of the. And you know, we can do this spiral. So instead of getting angry, it's just slowing down and maybe doing a five-minute grounding meditation, just reconnecting and asking, putting your hand on your heart and saying, hey, what do you need? What do you need right now? What's going on? Um, I'm a big inner child uh, therapy person. That's like a whole other, uh, other you know, rabbit hole we can go down. But I think first and foremost is, is loving yourself, um, bringing the awareness and then practicing. I think those are our three big components. I think that's so helpful. I would never have thought of the 2000 bananas thing. And I love it because, because sometimes the, the other thing that that can do is when you're actually saying $2,000 and you're seeing 2000 bananas, you're kind of smiling too, you know, and you're, and it's keeping your energy up. So what a fun thing. What I really like about all of this is that the approach is very, you know, understanding kind of on a soul level of what people are going through, but also finding ways to keep it light. I know for my own selling, I mean, I was one of those people when I first started my business 14 years ago, I don't think I had my first client until the first six months because I was so afraid of rejection. I was so um, scared to say my offer. I just was, you know, I mean, so I was terrible 
at it. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and, you know, I think that makes me a really compassionate coach because I know that feeling. But, um, but one thing that changed for me and it's been, you know, over the years is, you know, first of all, overcoming the fear of rejection. That was a big thing. But also, um, approaching each conversation, um, like I asked myself the question once of, why can't I be so excited about these discovery sessions or strategy sessions? Why can't I be as excited as I am when I'm coaching people? Why couldn't mm. that be that joyful for me? And so when I made that mm. mindset switch um, and I quit thinking forward ahead to the part where people say yes or no, and I was just like in that moment in pure joy talking to that person that really helped me relax a lot. So, um, so what, you know, what else, like if, if someone said to you, how can I be better at sales? What would you say? Um, first I want to comment. I love that part of the reframing of joy, right? Looking at a strategy mm-hmm. session as just joy. Um, uh, you know, some, I sometimes say, why don't we make it more luxurious is if you like candles, Ooh, I light a, light a candle. Like, if you like essential oils, I suggest, like, maybe a citrus blend, some grapefruit, lemon, lime. Like, just permeate the room with just that really, like, um, the senses, too. Um, of course, we're doing that Zoom, so, you know, we're not meeting someone in person, but maybe they would like it, too, if you're meeting someone in person. Um, that will be coming <laughs> next year. Or I have incense. I burn incense every morning. Um, I actually have a singing bowl. Like, just make it comfortable and grounded and just luxurious and joyful for you. Um, yeah, I just want to stop. I just, I love that you said, I love you said that you said that. So your, the question is, is how do I become better at sales? Is that what you said, Sherry? Yes. Sorry. Yes. yes. <laughs> Everyone wants to know. <laughs> it starts with you. It starts with getting to know you, getting to know your authentic self. Because I think if we have this this understanding of who we truly are, what are my unique strengths? Because if we don't know our unique strengths, we can't communicate that value to the person across from us. If we can't communicate that value, then we're not going to be confidently closing sales. We're not going to be closing sales at all. So I think it starts with clarifying your unique strengths um, and truly knowing what you're bringing to the table. So, for example, in my, my sales certification program, we lean into something called human design. Are you familiar with human design? Yes. Yep, I am. Oh, we talked about this. Excellent. Yeah, um, and so, bit. yeah, I absolutely love it. Um, I also use DISC as kind of a combo of it because it's a nice blend. Um, but human design, there's all these different profiles and, and all these different channels and gates, these natural gifts that were given to you that tie into your purpose. And so we lean really into that. And each person that's in the class I spend time with is, okay, this actually, you're really great with this channel here. Let's talk about storytelling for you. How are you integrating storytelling into your sales process? Um, another person is really good at identifying patterns. So how can we link that in? So what we want to do is, is once we know who our authentic self is, then we align our sales process to that. So everyone has a, you know, there's some fundamentals of sales processes, obviously, that um, are going to help you get results. But what I like to do is do these small little tweaks 
these small, little, joyful, luxurious tweaks to each person's sales process that ties into what their true purpose is and their authentic self is. Um, and it's really, really beautiful. And you, they have these aha moments. Like, I don't want to ask that question because I have these bank of these questions for discovery calls. Not that one, but that one resonates with you, with me. Excellent. Let's put that in there. Let's make a custom discovery call that's specific to you. And then you're going to try it out and you're going to come back and see if that works for you. So I think first and foremost is getting to know yourself, uh, your authentic self. Um, and sometimes that may mean you know, spending time with a coach or a therapist and releasing, you know, breaking down, releasing what we, that no longer serves us, that underlying is self-sabotaging us in sales. You know, I've worked with mm. one particular woman and she, um, she would have all these leads come in and she would, I put air quotes, forget to follow up with them. So 48% of salespeople don't follow up. If you want to immediately get results with yourself, just follow up. I mean, it's as simple as that, right? So she was not following up with clients because we got down to it. She did not even she did not feel worthy of her service, of what she was offering. And so what we'll do is we'll self sabotage in little ways unconsciously. Oh, I was so busy, I forgot to send the proposal. Oh, I was so busy. Oh, I forgot to price warn. Oh, I was so busy, I didn't reply to that email. Um, oh, there was a new lead that came in last week. Oh, I can't get a CRM and set it up to manage. I'm just too busy. That's for someone else. So really getting into that, the, the depth of what's happening inside and maybe going through the process of releasing some trauma, getting to know ourselves so that we can make room. We can make room for all these new connections, for all these new um, invitations to your, your best self. And we can't do that until it's kind of like, what is it? I say sometimes when we have a lot of self-sabotage or trauma, every time we walk into a room, we have the big bag of garbage on our back. And we walk into a room with a prospect and we just drop it in the middle and it stinks. The prospect can feel it. They know it. They smell it. Right? So the goal is every day, let's put a take great a piece visual. of garbage out. Right? I know. Pretty gross, huh? Um, so take a piece of garbage out. Let's just, uh, and over time, with love and compassion for ourselves, we're going to remove pieces out of that garbage bag until we walk into the room, our true selves, that we can walk in without holding something, without something on my back, without something stinking up a room. And then we have that space that our cup is full and we can connect with that other person sitting across from us because that's truly why we're here. We're here to serve our purpose. I can't do that if I have garbage on my back. So, so yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I love that. Another place um, that I see, you know, from just working with people is that, um, you know, whenever you're trying to do something big, like if, you know, you're trying to grow your sales by becoming better at say, um, selling, if you're trying to create a course or anything that you you know, you kind of decide you're going to level up. There's this point where your body and your ego want to return to what was comfortable. So I, you know, I see that sabotage that comes forward. And part of that sabotage is just like, ooh, this feels really, you know, stretchy and new for me. And I want to go back to where it was comfortable. So, um, so it's, it's important to make it through that stage too, is, 
um, you know, recognizing that it's kind of a normal process to have um, some self-sabotage come up when you're trying to level up. So I love everything that you've brought up here. I think it's a really fresh way to look at sales, and um, it seems like it's a very self-loving, forgiving way to look at sales for people. So how can, if people want to learn more about you, Jamie, how can they find you? Yeah, they, great question. So um, probably the best way, impacttoincomeprogram.com. Um, that's the website where you can see and find more information about the our program. And then also um, we have an online community, um, Impact to Income under Mighty Networks. Um, and our handle on the Instagram is impact underscore to underscore income. But if you just type in impact to income, you can pop in there and you can meet me there and see some fun videos. Um, that's probably the best way to connect with us. Well, I love that. And you've talked about so much here. What, you know, what do people need to take home with them today? Like what is the one or two ideas that people just, if they could absorb it from today, would you want them to know? Mm. I think a key component um, is that when you show up, as your authentic self to a, a sales meeting is um, you're never selling. You know, you're if you show up with who you are as you are as a as an energy being, your soul, your purpose is that um, you're never selling. You're just connecting with someone else. And, and sometimes I think we forget that. You know, we get caught up in everything that's going on and all that stuff in our head. And really, it's two souls connecting and seeing if there could be impact in lessons with one or the other. So um, I think that's an important component that I would, yeah, love to leave with everyone today. Oh, that is just awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jamie, and thank you, everyone. I just want to remind you, too, to visit SherryKhoff.com, S-H-E-R-I-K-A-Y-E-H-O-F-F.com, and we will see you next time. Have a great day. Talk to you soon.